0: Hello, listeners. Jordan here. I just want to let you know that you can listen to Nighttime early and ad free on Amazon Music, include it with Prime.
1: You are listening to Keep Canada Weird, a weekly weird news roundup by the Nighttime Podcast.
0: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the weekly Keep Canada Weird discussion series. If you're new here in Keep Canada Weird, my pal, handsome Aaron Airport, and I seek out and explore some of the more offbeat news stories that played out in Canada over the last week. In tonight's episode, which was recorded on May 31st, 2022, we have an invasion of super pigs, a bunch of crap outside of an MLA's office, a perverted guy in a drive thru, and a story of roller skates. So let's get into it. Hanson Air Airport. How's it going in Cape Breton? On Cape Breton Island. Oh,
2: on the island, it is going good.
0: Are the people content, would you say?
2: Um, some are restless. Some are okay. content. Some are happy. Some are sad.
0: So it's been a real mixed bag there.
2: It's a real mixed bag, yeah. Um, some people are just like even emotionally like you know they're not happy or sad they're just Mm. they're just existing some people are kind of really angry
0: that's surprising Mm -hmm. to see that that much variety yeah
2: but some people but at the same time some people are not angry
0: (laughs) i guess when you go when you leave your house it must get pretty complicated because if you're in a community like that how do you know how to treat anyone or how to react if someone approaches you
2: I treat everyone how I want to be treated.
0: Which is, you just leave them the hell alone?
2: Yeah, I stay far away from them. (laughs) Uh,
0: What's new with you? Not too much.
2: You know, working on some projects. Oh. Getting geared up for some summer shows and all that kind of stuff.
0: You say working on projects as if I'm not going to ask follow-up questions. What kind of projects are you talking about?
2: Oh, well, I'm working, I'm writing a show right now for the for a theater in town here. So I'm working on that for the summer. Um, and uh, working on a music project. We're going to be doing a show at the Highland Arts Theater in July. So that's our... Uh,
0: <clears throat> I know what show you're talking about. Are you ready to promote it yet? Maybe you can tell us. Because I think that alone is, a, that is like kind of a Keep Canada Weird kind of show. What are you doing?
2: Yeah. So we have a group of musicians. We're... Uh, going to be performing the first album of the Bare Naked Ladies called Gordon. And, like so cover to cover. That's cover song, yeah, front to back, yeah, from the beginning right to the end. So that album has like Million Dollars, uh, Brian Wilson, Grade Nine, Yoko Ono, Enid, like all those big hits that they had in the early 90s are all from that album. So. Mm um yeah so we've been rehearsing practicing for a while and we're trying to recreate it as closely as possible and uh so now we have our first official show booked july 28th at the highland arts theater so. that's
0: cool and that's in cape breton people um, people can go listeners of the, yeah it's downtown sydney listeners you know, of the show yeah. are, are welcome to go and cheer
2: yeah tickets are not on sale yet um i actually probably jump the gun and announcing that there because i think the theater was going to announce it but
0: um you heard it here first
2: that's breaking news yeah although
0: we'll see if it gets back to the theater
2: they end up canceling the show yeah (laughs) because of it
0: um yeah well that's cool you got a lot going on uh i don't know if what i have going on i'll tell you what's going on with me is um The recording of this show tonight even this is a tuesday night is at a great personal sacrifice to me because the latest season of stranger things is out and i'm like a massive fan of stranger things i don't know if you watch it i've only watched two episodes so far but tonight i pretty much had to call in all the favors with mrs nighttime to be able to duck out of the uh, line. Right, so.
2: right. I haven't started the new season yet. I, I've watched the first three seasons. Okay. And I will dip into the uh, this new season as well. Um, you know, I've got a lot of other shows on the go. Like, I, I've got some room, but, you know. Uh, so, there's the new Obi-Wan Kenobi series that uh, just started on Disney+. Plus. Um the final season of Better Call Saul just finished its mid-season break, okay. so that's going to free up a little bit of time. But there's also the new uh, Staircase series. Mm. I don't know if you've been watching that. I'm sure you saw the documentary. Did you?
0: I saw the documentary, but the the reenactment one I haven't seen, but I, I've heard good things about it. But it's really good. I, I'll yeah. I will get to it eventually, I'm sure. Uh, but like you, it's
2: yeah. I kind of
0: i'm pretty picky about what i spend the time watching i don't like to like get sucked into a show that i don't enjoy and end up just wasting 10 hours uh watching
2: well this is a really really good show
0: you should make the time to watch the new stranger things although i'm only two episodes in what's cool is it's really kind of gone horror for this season at least at the beginning like there's pretty scary moments right off the bat and prior seasons yeah prior seasons of the show like it had some creepy stuff but this is like pretty intense at at point so
2: yeah season three i remember not being totally
0: um crazy about uh, well let's get into it our goal here is not to um keep tv great it's to keep canada weird um and we got our work cut out for us tonight we have a few stories to get into. We have, uh, and they're they're kind of all over the place here. Um, I titled the episode, A Pervy drive Through, Some Wild Pigs, and A Bunch of Crap Outside an MLA's Office. Uh, and then we have one mm-hmm. other story, so maybe I'll have to adjust the title to also say, And a Pair of Roller Skates. And a brand new pair of roller mm-hmm. skates. Um, where, how do we start this? Because this is all... Oh, my we, we try to come up with a theme. Sometimes this time there is no theme. These are four completely separate stories.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we start with the, uh,
0: the, the poop? Why not? Um, in this, <laughs> this story, it's, uh, it involves a protest, but it's almost like the oldest trick in the book for protesting. Um,
2: well, for pranking, in yeah, general. It's, it's you know this is more of a prank than it is a protest in my book.
0: I don't know when you see there's a bit of meaning behind what they do. Um, mm-hmm, there is,
2: but at the end of the day, it's it's poop at a time.
0: Yeah, but it's um, there's a reason that that's kind of a cliche because it's effective. So let me let me tell you about uh, about what's uh, about what's been going on here. Uh, the headline is "Old mm-hmm. Growth Protesters Dump Manure in Front of Horgan's Constituency Office." So, the group of old-growth protesters who've previously been blocking highways changed tactics Wednesday by dumping manure in front of Premier John Horgan's MLA constituency office. Save old-growth say members chose to dump manure at Horgan's Langford office because of the NDP government's inaction to protect old-growth forests. The NDP-Horgan government doesn't seem to give a s h i t about following through on their promises to protect old growth, so we gave him some. Sophia Pap, a spokesperson for the group, said in a statement. So that's remember at the beginning I said like there's a bit of a meaning. That's the meaning, I guess. He doesn't give a s, so they gave him some.
2: Yeah, but I don't, you know. I
0: don't. Um, yeah, there could be like a bit of revisionist history. Like we're gonna put poop on his front step, like on the in front of his office, but it needs to be a statement. And then they came up with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue though. So Czech News reached out to Hor- Check News is whose article I'm reading here. So Czech News reached out to Horgan's office for a response, but Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth sent a statement instead. Peaceful protest is part of our democratic society, but on the other hand, vandalizing property, preventing people from accessing services, and harassing local businesses is deplorable behavior. Farnruth said in his statement. For those who employ these reprehensible tactics, I can assure you that you achieve nothing but increasing the frustration of the local community. He said the nearby residents and businesses owners helped to clean up the area. Save Old Growth, which is the group, say the protest actions continue because the provincial government has not followed through in its campaign promise to implement the recommendations in the strategic review of how British Columbia manages old forests within its ancient ecosystems um, the premier himself promised a paradigm shift for the forestry industry in BC an overdue and overdue an necessary step in protecting old growth old growth instead we're continuing the same outdated crappy policies and practices we've had for decades see they're trying to get lots of like poop references in
2: oh uh, yeah I was I really that really registered when I was reading the article
0: mm-hmm.
2: just the obvious puns that they were going yeah
0: they're really swinging with it uh west shore rcmp officers were called to the office around 9 30 a.m about 30 minutes after the incident and in a release the rcmp say the institute uh the the incident is being investigated as mischief and then they invite anyone with information to call the west shore rcmp and let let them know who did this um yeah what do do you think of this other than what we've already said it's it's a it's a pretty Mm -hmm. play-doh Uh, I, I think, like I said, there was a bit of revisionist history. I think they probably started with, we're going to put poop on his, in front of his office. And then they tried to, you know, market it by being like, he doesn't give a shit. So we gave him. Something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The, 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 connection with poo is not, I don't find it strong enough. Like if it was something that um, was a bit more connected to old growth and, and, uh, you know, the exact cause, um, I could see it being more effective but this is just like well what can we do it's like well i've got manure we could uh, you know just dump it at his door and um you know we'll say because he's he's acting really really crappy you know and doing a crappy job so we'll put crap at his door
0: <laughs> yeah uh but one thing though to be to be fair um or to at least be transparent i do agree with uh, the need to protect old growth forests
2: That goes without saying, you know, that that everyone at the nighttime podcast supports old growth.
0: Yeah. But how do you. uh, The entire team behind the nighttime podcast supports this. Um, Yeah. But how do you get old growth into a protest? Like I I, might. Well, you you
2: organize a protest. You get numbers. You know, that's what it takes to draw attention to to issues is having lots of people. Mm -hmm. in one place showing that that there are a lot of people that care about this issue and that you know is is what in the long term will will be a more effective strategy
0: yeah it is a numbers game because you can do like this is only going to get them in trouble likely
2: this is just a handful of people you know showing up with a pickup truck and 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 unloading a bunch of of manure onto, onto a door you know it doesn't it doesn't translate into any kind of a demographic of, of people, any kind of sizable amount of, of citizens that are concerned about that, that will affect, you know, uh, a politician's mindset. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's large numbers of people protesting um, an issue and, and showing the government that, that look at how many of us care about this. And if you want our votes and if you want, you know to work for the citizens this is these are the issues we care about mm-hmm. that's why we're protesting so
0: and then if people don't understand the issues there has to be other ways to go about letting them know because this doesn't tell like it, it when i come across this story all that tra- all that sucks me in about it is like oh my god they put a bunch of poop a bunch of manure on this guy's step but, yeah, I, but I don't actually... like if i don't understand the need for old growth forests or whatever this doesn't send me to uh this educational moment um yeah i don't i don't know
2: right right the the poop aspect of it um although someone in the chat's making a good point that uh said they have organized protests now they've reached your whole podcast audience for more people should talk about old growth but we're talking about it because of the poop we're not talking about the issue of old growth <laughs> yeah i find the poop distracting from the issue i i feel like uh you know it, it's it's hard it's it's hard to say i don't think poop at the door is the way to do it but looks like they're trying anything right now
0: yeah. so uh I, and i will end though with Regardless of the protest or the issue, if people are going to, if you're going to dump poop on someone's like office steps, I'm at least somewhat interested. That's just like, I don't know if that's a character flaw. But you are interested in the poop yeah you're like just like i what what i i see photos of this situation where you see like a pile of it outside the office door which is like an interesting image i really wish there was video so you could see like people walking by and realizing it was there like i would like to see it almost more so in the context of like a youtube prank video or something
2: you're thinking of it more of one of those just for laughs
0: like just the, for
2: laughs gags shows where like people are walking down the sidewalk and they smell it and they see it they're like ah
0: yeah, what is this all about? Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, let's move on to the next one. Since we're we're kind of on like agriculture, ecology sort of thing, maybe we should stay kind of in this realm because um, there's another story that this is... It wasn't until I stumbled upon an article that just came out, a CBC article, like yesterday or the day before, that it, it opened my eyes to what's happening with an invasive species of wild boars or wild pigs that are spreading across some parts of canada and um some experts are predicting that it's only a matter of time before we have them in cities much like we would have like raccoons and stuff these these they're they're referred to in the cbc article as super pigs Um, and it's pretty nuts and again when i started googling it and reading about this i was finding articles going back for years being like you know they're coming there's more of them we're looking for more of them there's a bounty to kill them and now it's gotten to the point where it's just like it seems like it's out of control and it's only a matter of time
3: known to be elusive and destructive creatures experts say a growing population of wild pigs is wreaking havoc on the canadian prairies including here in manitoba Wild pigs, also known as wild boar, were brought to Manitoba from Europe as part of a livestock diversification initiative. Most, if not all, are now the product of interbreeding with domestic pigs. Now Manitoba Pork has teamed up with the federal and provincial governments to try and get rid of the animals that are roaming wild spaces. They've been
2: described as an ecological time bomb. And they really are. They're an invasive
3: species. Manitoba Invasive Swine Eradication Project Coordinator Wayne Lees says wild pigs destroy natural environments and farmland by eating plants and crops and can pose risks to human safety through injury. Manitobans can now report online or by phone any sightings and movements of the animals through a campaign new to the province called Squeal on Pigs. University of Saskatchewan Associate Professor Ryan Brook has been researching and tracking wild pigs for more than 12 years. He says efforts such as the Squeal on Pigs campaign, which started in the U.S. and has been adopted by other provinces, are important to help control the spread of the population because they can impact everyone, including in and around cities, where they've been spotted in the U.S. You know, you should only be worried about wild pigs if you farm, if you live in cities, if you live outside of cities, if you hunt, fish, hike, or spend any time outdoors. Otherwise, you're probably okay. Jill, the the
0: sicko in the chat, asks if they're edible.
2: (laughs) Oh, well, I'm sure in some capacity.
0: Probably, yeah. I
2: I mean, you know, pigs, I think of bacon and
0: um mm, sausages Products,
2: sausages
0: <laughs> but the idea of them being like invasive to the point that they're become fixtures in the cities that's kind of weird i have actually i just made a youtube video a couple day uh, a couple days ago um what's happened in my neighborhood is they there's this area by my house that used to be a big forest, but they're now clearing it because they're building like a medical kind of not a hospital, but like a medical center and, and they're putting a new Costco in. So it's this big forest area that's now just flattened. There's no trees there anymore. And ever since mm-hmm. they started that project, um, my neighborhood is just full of deer. So I have a bunch of tulips in my front yard and I haven't seen them in five years because as soon as they start growing, there'll be just a crowd of deer in my front yard like eating the tulips and and it's not uncommon and i live like right in halifax but it's not uncommon for me to look out my window in the middle of the day and see a group of eight deer just like walking across my yard and i made a uh, yeah. youtube video a few days ago i was checking the mail and it was just like a, a this big deer just standing next to my mailbox yeah. like eating uh leaves but um yeah anyway the like when you see uh like a deer in a city it's it's kind of crazy seeing even seeing a raccoon like just like this cool animal that it's, it's kind of oh yeah to see it. no
2: there's lots of raccoons around here i saw one of my backstop a few weeks ago mm-hmm. um but like even like foxes too i find are getting more comfortable in the urban setting like mm-hmm. you know i was over randy's house the other night and uh we were standing outside and just this fox just comes trotting down the sidewalk. You oh, know?
0: really? And he's, again, yeah. right in like downtown Sydney, pretty much.
2: Well, yeah, right downtown. And the fox was just trottling, trot, trotting along, you know, didn't really care that we were standing there, wasn't nervous or scared or anything. And I've been finding that lately, like they're more comfortable.
4: Hmm.
0: And
2: um, which means they're just, which is not good.
0: I'll tell you though, foxes are such beautiful animals. I wish they could tame oh, those. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd love, th- or if you could like domesticate them, imagine having a fox in your house. They're gorgeous. And it has such cool eyes too. If you ever see them up close, they're they're amazing. But, um, but like seeing a pig, if you, if I was in, I don't know, going out to check my mail and there was a wild boar or just like this big screwed up looking thing with these like weird like horns sticking out of its face, uh, I'd be pretty freaked out. They can mess you up if you got near. Like a deer would just take oh, off. Yeah, but a pig would mm. like would rip you apart if it got near you.
2: Absolutely, yeah. No, these they, they can be aggressive, and you know, I wouldn't tangle with one if I saw one. I wouldn't go near it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I would watch from the window and
0: it, just know. hope it leaves. And they're just yeah, pigs. get out of
2: here. I don't want any trouble with you. You know, I I respect your power, but I don't want any trouble
0: you would say all that
2: yes in pig (laughs)
0: um because that's the only way to reason with them i guess is just to like is just to
2: say yes i submit Mm -hmm. i'm submitting to you by staying in here and not going near you i recognize that you are more powerful than me and and you control me Mm -hmm. and i fully submit
0: good well, that's good advice. So now, like, I guess if anyone watching this show or listening to this show runs into something like that, they'll have a better idea of how to handle it. Yeah, I am no danger to you, pig. Let's get into some Canadian crime. What do you think? Yes, please. This
2: week in crime in Canada.
0: Before we went on air, I don't know if it was some kind of like attack on my topic selection, or maybe a kind of a back. A backhanded way of calling me uh, a deviant, <laughs> but this is a crime story that involves. I guess this would be sexual harassment or sexual assault. I don't know what you would classify this as. Of course, it, yes, it's. Uh, it definitely fits into that category. But which one would it be? Well, I guess maybe in the maybe when we get through the story, they'll say what this person is. Indecent exposure. I guess
2: I don't. Mm. You know. But I I would put put it in the sexual assault. Let's just
0: family. call like some weird glove guy stuff, um, which I, I thought of him when mm. I read the story. So this is something from my hometown, my current hometown of Halifax, that's been uh, lighting up the news for a little bit here. So the headline is going to give away what's happening. The story, the headline is Halifax police search for a man who exposed himself in Dartmouth drive-throughs, yeah, and I think they were both Tim Hortons drive-throughs. So let's see. Halifax Regional Police are searching for a man after receiving two reports about indecent acts in Dartmouth early Friday morning. In a release, police say they responded shortly after 7 a.m. Oh, usually when you hear like something weird happen, you know, Friday morning, what they mean is like 3 in the morning. This is 7 in the morning, Mm -hmm. and I think like 3 in the morning is different than 7 in the morning. 3 in the morning is Friday night. 7 in the morning is like Saturday morning, you know? You, you know what i mean it's like a different day anyway let me get through it <laughs> just when i hear when i hear okay. an article and they're like something happened friday you know uh early friday morning and it's at 2 a.m i'm like oh they mean like super late thursday night although it actually the calendar date is friday you know there's this vague kind of period of time like when one night ends and it becomes morning of the next day mm-hmm. yeah like i would
2: yeah if i'm out on the town and it's you know, I go out Friday night and it's turns to three a.m. or something. I I still don't consider it Saturday. Yeah, morning. I still consider
0: it. So like okay, so here's the example. It's uh, so it's Friday. It's nine o'clock at night. We just had supper and then we're gonna go out and you know for a drink or whatever on the town. Road on the town. Then we're walking home together and someone pulls over their car, jumps out and they punch you in the face. And you look at your watch and it's one in the morning. Three days later, would you say early Saturday morning, some guy just like attacked me, or would you say?
2: No, I'd say Friday night. Is this you and yeah, me? Yeah, and, and hit you. Knows? It's you yeah. and I. And they. And what do you do? When I you have my. First?
0: I filmed the whole thing. I was on like. You yeah, I was on Instagram it. Live. Is what I would have done.
2: Does the person run because you're filming, yep. or they
0: realize?
2: So I just get punched once and then the person leaves. Yeah,
0: because I start, I start shouting like I'm filming this, buddy.
2: No, he... well, you should say, I respect you, I submit.
0: <laughs> um, regardless, uh, let me get into this here. So in a release, stop interrupting me. In a release, police say they responded <laughs> shortly after 7 a.m. to a report of an indecent act at a drive-thru of a McDonald's restaurant on Main Street in Dartmouth. It wasn't Tim's. After a man was seen exposing himself to staff, while waiting for an order. The indecent act was believed to have happened around 4 a.m., the release said. Okay, sorry, I'm I'm getting this mixed up. So what it was was 7 a.m. they called, but it happened at 4 a.m., so three hours later? It happened at 4 a.m. Okay, so it happened late mm-hmm. at night, not early in the morning. Okay, that makes more sense. So here we go. Then just after 10 a.m., police responded to a second report of an indecent act this time at the drive through of a Tim Hortons restaurant on Pleasant Street in Dartmouth, a very similar incident was reported uh, as reported earlier was given to police in where in which a man exposed himself to staff at the drive through window The window. This incident was believed to have happened at or near 5am this morning, just an hour or so after the original incident. The man is described as being white, between 25 and 30 years old, with short brown or blonde hair, with facial hair and blue eyes. His vehicle is described as an older four-door maroon sedan. Police say no license plate number was obtained. The suspect was wearing a gray hoodie at the time of the incident. And due to the proximity of the businesses, the timing of the occurrences, the suspect and the vehicle description, police say the same person is likely involved and they request anyone with information to contact Halifax police so i have to ask you what is going on with this guy alone in a car exposing himself to two different drive through window people like what did he think was going to happen
2: well um i, I it's it's just uh, you know getting his jollies uh, that this is his his thing he he you know,
0: that's just,
2: he gains pleasure from exposing himself in these situations, I guess. And, um, you know, gives an order. And then when he pulls up to the window, maybe he just, he's,
0: it, he's doing he just something. Enjoys maybe the, the voyeuristic aspect so like the of it. The backwards, backwards that, uh, voyeuristic, but it's, you often hear of like, you know, like a flasher, someone who would just like, I don't, like this they're they're wearing a trench coat and they're naked underneath and they sh- just open it and surprise you i don't know if that actually happens <laughs> yeah. but um this is kind of like the lazy version of that doing it in your car at a drive through i just i don't like people messing with people while they're working either like the person who works backshift at tim hortons and mcdonald's they got yeah. it bad enough just yeah. leave just don't even ask them any questions just leave them be
2: at least they're you know separated by a car and a drive-through window so maybe that's and usually usually like if you're working a back shift at a you know a fast food restaurant all the doors are locked and everything and it's just you inside Mm -hmm. so uh, at least there's some there's there's more barriers in between you know the victim and the and the predator at that point, but like you know, in the traditional sense that you talked about with the trench coat, you know, and the naked guy underneath, you know, that guy's on the street corner or something. He could run know. up
0: and get you. Well, at least in this case, um, with there being this, you know, the difference in space between the person in the drive-through, like in the business looking out the window, and the guy in the car. Um, it's a bit safer for the victim, but also I wonder if it, if it's a bit more um, empowering for the predator. Like, cause he's like he probably feels safe being in his own vehicle. He can hit the gas and take yeah, off if he has to. But at the same time, it's more likely to get caught. How way. do they not have his license plate? You would think they'd have cameras. That. Well, maybe the, yeah, like I would
2: assume that if you have cameras at a drive-thru, you're going to want the cameras pointed at an angle so you
0: can see the license plate. You would think, yeah, because in case you get robbed or, you know, whatever the case may be, you'd think.
2: Yeah, you're going to want to, you know, be able to identify the vehicle. Yeah,
0: and then also, even if these businesses, like I think they should get this person, and even if these businesses don't have cameras, you'd think that, you know the the neighboring gas station or whatever you know generally like a McDonald's and a Tim's Tim Hortons have other kind of businesses around it that would have cameras they should get this person people can't do this sort of stuff it's just like um you know like catcalling whenever when that happens it i that's so upsetting i don't know if you've ever kind of witnessed it you're like walking and you hear a bunch of like people just like yell at some girl who's like walking alone down the street or something like that. That's so like, Mm -hmm. I I find that so upsetting. This is like taking that to the thousandth degree. It's almost like an unsolicited uh, private part picture, but done to someone like in person while they're working. Like that's just so nasty. They got to get this guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. um, Troubling behavior. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. That needs to be taken off the street, but yeah it's it's kind of an you know it's weird to think about uh, he's kind of focused on drive throughs mm-hmm. you know um. And maybe, maybe he was, it, it all happened in the same yeah. night. Yeah, they were an or, hour or,
0: apart yeah. and they were, they were very close, like just a couple minutes drive from each other. So this guy was like, he was certainly out doing that. Like whatever happened between these two sightings, I'm sure he was doing other weird stuff to someone else and maybe just didn't get reported.
2: Yeah. I wonder if he was uh drunk.
0: Mm, could be. Yeah. Maybe he was just
2: driving around hammers, doing crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, anyway, this he's, he sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, hopefully they catch him and hopefully, you know, he doesn't do it again. Yeah, I guess we'll see if he pops up somewhere else. Um,
0: let's move on to something lighter. We need a palate cleanser, right? Yes, uh, I was in the car the other day and on the radio was the song by Melanie called Brand New Key, I think is the song. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand yeah, new key. That's Is like that... it's like a 70s Focus. kind of tune. I love that song.
2: Mm-hmm. I rode my bicycle
4: past go.
0: I thought of that song uh, when I saw this article. Uh, Although although I have some serious questions about the the real story behind this article because it seems too crazy to be true. Let me get into this. So this is a story that was spread around over the past week, again taking place in Halifax. And it involves a woman buying a used pair of roller skates from Facebook Marketplace in only to realize that they were actually hers from 40 years prior. Which is, I don't know, it just like to me it's, it's crazy. It seems like the plot of a movie or something. Renee Forstall hadn't laced
1: up a pair of roller skates in more than 40 years. She wanted to try it again as a fun way to exercise, so she bought new skates last month. She practiced for a week, but they didn't fit right. Not like the one she had when she was young. So she searched online classified sites and quickly found a similar pair, in questionable condition.
4: They said, well here it is, you know, if that, you think that's going to fit your foot, you know, you're welcome to try it, and I thought, "Ah, it's a bit dodge. So I kept kind of scrolling, I thought, "But 40 bucks, that's a good deal. So I kind of get, and I thought, they do look like the ones I used to have.
1: Forestall says when she first saw them, they were pretty dirty. But once she got her foot in one of the skates, she knew she found a good fit.
4: It's like a Cinderella and the slipper moment. It was very strange. It was like a perfect fit. I couldn't believe it. And they felt good. It wasn't even like the new ones I had. Like they were broken into my foot.
1: Forrestal says she started asking the seller when he got the skates. And things got even stranger.
4: As he's telling me, I flipped back the, the tongue. And there's my name. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I, I couldn't even believe it. I thought, Hoo. How And then I said, this is me. These are these were mine When I saw my name and I, I kind of the shock kind of absorbed and I felt I felt tears welling up in my eyes and I think because uh, I'm not even sure I think because suddenly I was reeled back to my youth Like 40 years ago, it was like bah! like life flashed before my eyes
1: for forestall it can't be a coincidence. She felt a desire to roller skate again, she logged online to find the right pair, and she was reunited with her forty plus year old skates.
4: The universe works in mysterious ways, let's put it that way. <laughs> and I, I think, you know, things things come around for a reason. Do you
0: believe
2: this story? I believe it. I can't see why that they would fabricate this you know weird but also kind of crazy mundane story too like in a way that like why would you make up a story about and the and the roller skates belong to me
0: you know (laughs) 40 yeah it, it is like the most mundane coincidence but if just if you think you know over the passage of 40 years how many pairs of roller skates are just floating around halifax yeah Nova, no, Scotia, it's, it's an
2: outstanding kind of
0: coincidence and and then if you see this roller skates in the article they're just the most typical like white leather roller skates with like red wheels just the kind that you would i don't every time i go to value village or whatever there's like a pair of them there yeah the,
2: yeah
0: well the fact that she gets back into roller skates tries to buy a pair these happen to be listed she goes and tries them on and they're her old skates. That that is just nuts. Just the the odds, them it must be like a one in a million kind of thing, but it's just like instead of winning the lottery, you end up just getting your old roller skates.
2: Yeah. Well, I was going through the shirts at Value Village the other day and I came across one that I had one of my shirts that I had, you know, dropped off uh a while back.
0: But dropped off at that, at that value village, village yeah. And even that is a big coincidence. Oh my god! This I was, was like, mine. oh I yeah, it this off is here. The shirt
2: that I dropped off here. Like there was a, there was a number of shirts that I had dropped off um, that didn't fit me anymore. Um, and I was like, oh, that's my shirt.
0: You should have called CBC. That'd be an amazing article.
2: Yes, it's it, it's interesting.
0: <laughs> Local man reunited with shirt he dropped off at Value Village. Local three man months prior
2: wears plaid shirts. Finds his old plaid shirt at the value village that he dropped it off at
0: three months three earlier. Months and it could be a picture of you just <laughs>
2: like, like oh, you can have a plaid shirt. Yes. <laughs> I just had a gut feeling that I was going to come across a plaid yeah. shirt that used to belong yeah. to me.
0: I gave it to them for free and now they want $30 for yeah, it and it's rich. Because it's Wind River. <laughs> Value Village and their pricing. That's keep Canada weird is I should have like someone from Value Village on to explain how they come up with their prices.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um well my theory it's it's the mood of the of the individual working that day and just picking mm. up shirts and being like oh, five dollars, five dollars. Oh my girlfriend just broke up with me. Thirty dollars, thirty dollars, forty dollars
0: yeah that's that, that would explain it
2: that's how i think it works anyway
0: so there's something before we well i don't think i had anything else to say about the skates i'm glad she got her skates back that must be cool it's
2: a nice treat. yeah that must be uh, that, that, that's pretty cool you know uh that she got her skates back and, and i i love those old skates i really we used to have a roller skating rink here in sydney called wheelies oh
0: my gosh i went all the time it was right by my house Yeah,
2: and I used to love going.
0: Um,
2: Uh, It was it was a lot of fun. Um, I used to go just to play
0: the arcade games they had. The arcade
2: games, yeah, and pool tables and, um, but the roller skating rink was fun. You know, I could never stop on roller skates. Like uh, I was good at skating, but I could never stop. So the walls were carpeted around the rink, Mm -hmm. so I would just run into the wall to stop every Um, time.
0: That's a throwback. At the beginning, I talked about watching the new season of Stranger Things. Um, one of the episodes, in the second episode, one of the kind of the centerpiece set kind of of the second episode of the fourth season all takes place in a roller rink that as I was watching, I'm like, oh, my God, that reminds me so much of like Wheelies, the roller Wheelies, rink in Sydney yeah. growing up. Um, cool. Yeah,
2: some of my earliest memories are at Wheelies. I remember winning a crazy hack competition there when I was really young.
0: Do you remember what was crazy about your hat
2: it had like
0: antennas on it and pins and stuff and i don't remember much else about it um before we wrap this up you remember uh we're recording this on may 31st so we're only six days away you remember what june 6 is right
2: june 6th
0: mm-hmm. this is a throwback to last week's episode there's something going on on june 6 something is dropping at Tim Hortons, that we're both. Oh,
2: doing. the new Beaver.
0: Uh, He's doing it. Justin's bringing coffee. his new coffee. out. coffee. Yeah. Um, that is June sixth, so that'll be next. What day of the week does that fall on? June sixth is, that's next Monday. So we'll we can do that on air if you can drink a on coffee Tuesday. Yeah,
2: we'll we'll both get get one, mm-hmm. and have it for the recording, and we'll try it.
0: All right, let's do it. Yeah. We could maybe even do like um a special kind of episode where we get it like on opening day or something. If you really want to get crazy, we'll think about it. I think we should make mm-hmm. this big though. Cause this is a big deal.
2: Yeah, no, we need to be tune in next week. We'll be trying right. the Bieber coffee,
0: mm-hmm. you know, that'll be a, like another season finale kind of episode.
2: This is our mid season cliffhanger.
0: I think we did that two weeks ago though. We did a mid season. I break. think
2: every episode is our mid season
0: finale i think Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right well let's wrap it up with that aaron we got a lot to work on um researching this new coffee and preparing for that so aaron until next time um jordan until next time keep it in your pants at the drive sun
2: shines where the sun doesn't shine
0: I want to thank you for joining Aaron and I for our Keep Canada Weird discussion. But before we part, I'm going to give some thanks. First, a big thanks to Aaron for sharing another evening with me and with you, the listeners of Nighttime. A big thanks to the Internet's favorite cult leader, Unicol, for supplying the intro and outro voiceovers. But the most important thanks, as usual, goes out to every one of you listening, as without your interest and your support, this show would be as pointless as it would be impossible. But with that said, keeping the show alive is, and it has always been, an uphill battle. So if you want to help take some weight off the show's back, make sure you're listening on the premium feed. And not only does the premium feed keep the show alive, it gives you more of each topic than you'll find here on the free feed as I'm adding exclusive content regularly. So for about the price of a cup of coffee, go premium at patreon.com slash nighttime And on this topic, let me thank the latest subscribers to the premium feed. Jennifer, Jacqueline, and Lee, thank you for your generous support. For anyone else who'd like to support the show but can't do it financially, you can give me a big hand by simply sharing this episode on your social media and letting some like-minded friends know what we're doing here. If you have any story ideas, if you want to get feedback on the show, or if you'd like to contribute a voice memo to be aired in an upcoming episode, you can do all that and more at nighttimepodcast.com slash contact. Aaron and I hope to hear from you. But until then, take care of each other, hug your loved ones tight, and let me know if you see anything weird. The Nighttime Podcast is written, hosted, and produced by Jordan Bonaparte. Copyright, Jordan Bonaparte.
1: Beautiful, serene, majestic. The true North. Strong and... weird.